0: On. What's up, Chad?
1: Hi. Hi. So, this weekend, I went to a bar uh, in a town called Platteville. Actually, it's a city. And everyone in my, everyone in my family, they were really excited to, to show us this bar. Um, I want to explain it because I, I think it's kind of funny. And this is going to come off as vaguely mean-spirited. And it is only a little bit. So it's a small place. It, it doesn't seat very many. It looks like it's like the second floor of a house. And the bathroom looks like it was once an actual bathroom with a tub. And they just kind of took that out and put a kitchen behind it so they could make uh, hors d'oeuvres and appetizer appetizery things. Mostly cold stuff, it looks like. It was all black and chrome with a bit of white as far as like the main three colors. Had very expensive uh, mixed drinks, uh, you know, custom cocktails and then... Decent amount of, like, high-end, top-shelf, like, bourbons and rums. So, kind of a more expensive place for for Platteville, Wisconsin, which is not a ritzy city. That's a bit more of a college bar town. Um, we get in there, and we sit down, and we're looking around, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, Hey, you remember, like, old musicians? Like, bar, all our drinks are named after, like, Prince and uh, Freddie Mercury and, you know, just the, the those people, right? I got an Elton John drink, I think. But then, like, the decorations are somewhat old musicians, somewhat old movies. There's TVs playing... Um, I want to say it was The Wizard of Oz, but in black and white. So, like, the TVs were set to black and white. But then there was also modern pop culture stuff like Game of Thrones and Harry Potter, and uh, there's a little shelf of board games. And it was just such a weird, like, hipster bar that didn't pick a real aesthetic. It just kind of really tried to get a bit of everybody. And the average age range there was definitely like 10 years older than me. And I feel like when I started drinking five, you know, well, 12, 13 years ago now, those kinds of bars, like, like the the adults in my life were like, I can't believe you kids got to go to these weird themed bars. Like no one ever just goes to sports bars anymore. And now I feel like it's like, are are things starting to reverse? Are the Gen, Gen X people like, Go into the hipster bars because I don't know anybody in my age range that would go to that kind of bar. But I think it was expensive, um, but also I I felt like it was trying so hard and it was kind of corny. And it's weird when they're like, "Oh, you can order food here," but it's mostly like high end cheeses and crackers and meat. And it's like, so they don't even have like a fucking cook. Like, what the fuck is this place?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's weird when you walk into some place and you immediately pick up like, oh, there's a specific vibe here that I'm not fitting with.
1: Mm-hmm. I did get a... I, I got to try a, a Belt, a New Riff, which is a bourbon. I, I like... I've had some of their stuff, but not like their main entry. And so that was cool because that had some neat flavors. So I'm like, they had a good selection of bourbons. It was it was kind of nice that way. They did not give me a very stiff pour. We went to a pizza place down the road after for supper, and I ordered a Jack on the Rocks. They gave me like two and a half shots for like $5. and I was like, here we go. This is more what I expect. <laughs> from this town not not eight dollars for like barely a shot of a bourbon that's probably like forty dollars a bottle but it was a weird place and but it was it was it was all right like i you know we had fun um it just i felt like i don't know it, it was weird being in a bar and being like ah what the fuck is with this place i don't get this like and then I go to like an axe throwing bar and it's with an arcade in it and I'm like, oh I get this. This makes sense. People are here to party, right? Like that may you know it's 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 a dumb aesthetic too, but like it's one I understand.
0: Yeah, I think I've told you about my favorite bar, right? With the self pour. Oh, ah, I don't know if you have mentioned that. So it's themed around games. It's a it's an arcade. And they have okay. a bunch of uh well, they have a handful of like older machines. Like, they used to have um, Tapper and, like, a, you know, Mario and Pac-Man. And then a few more modern ones and a pinball machine. And those, like, big multiplayer ones. Like, there's a, the Mario Kart where you actually, like, sit in the thing, you know? Okay. That sounds fun. And, yeah. And it, and so those are fun. But the... It's all self pour taps. And so what you do is you grab your own glass and you go up to this big thing in the middle... And they give you a card that's tied to your account. And you just you put the card in and you can pour however much you want and it charges you by the ounce.
1: Oh. So that that. way
0: Yeah. And so it's like sometimes they'll have really weird things. Like it'll be like uh it's like some indie thing where they have like it's cherry and coffee flavored beer. And it's like I would never buy this, but I can sample it. And I don't have to like ask the bartender for a sample, you know? I can just try it real quick. And uh you know it's it's fun but they have really good stuff. You know they have different local things, they have some standard stuff. Um if you ever come out here I'll, sh- I'll take you there cuz it is my favorite place to go.
1: For sure. I would uh, like to go visit you. They have you like too. a That'd good grilled cheese. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know it's
0: like nothing special. Uh but it's just it's a very relaxed environment. And it's funny because I've been to other places where it's like it's a bar arcade. And they're like so clearly aiming specifically at like, okay, the only people coming here are frat parties or bachelor mm-hmm. parties. And you just, you know it when you walk in the door, you know? Like yeah. no one here just wants to enjoy alcohol or video games. It's like, this is, the guys are out in town.
1: It's funny because uh, La lacrosse has a bar, and I've talked about this before, uh, the Starlight Lounge is a martini bar, but it also has that kind of like, it's trying to be an older aesthetic, right? Like um maybe like the 40s. I I don't I don't know my eras very well, but just it, it's an old like lounge bar. The the, the with the way the seating is, the the colors, the the lighting and the ambience, but it it doesn't try too hard because it knows exactly what it wants to do, and it just does it. And then the drinks are fantastic and uh reasonably priced. And it's one of my favorite bars because of all of those things. Like it doesn't have you know, weird murals of prints hanging out with like Freddy Krueger on the fucking wall because it doesn't know which version of Gen X it should be appealing to. And then my other favorite bar is just kind of a dive bar in, in a place called Brownsville. Like 500 people live there and they have really awesome pizza and they pour you in a crazy strong drink if you ask them to. And the, the people that run it are fucking cool. Like we basically know them by name because we go there so much. And, the, it, you know, it doesn't have a gimmick other than our pizza is really good. And one of our bartenders is kind of an asshole, but she's funny about it. And that's it, right? Like, that's all you need. Like, I would take you to both of those places when you come here because uh, they're fun. I, I don't yeah. need to see, you know, a, a dragon sculpture on a on a thing next to Harry Potter books. I,
0: <laughs> are and, not decoration. <laughs> and there's a um up north, there's a very good mead hall. They make the best mead. I kind of hate going there because it's like uh what's the word there's a there's I'm sure there's a word for it I walk in and everybody has the very stereotypical like the exact same beard and the thick oh. glasses and pink hair mm-hmm. like not not just their hair is dyed I mean it's almost like it's a uniform that they look like a stereotype sure You know what I mean? Like, there's just something about it where it's like, okay, is this near a college or something? Like, I don't know what the deal is and, like, why everyone acts the same when they go there. And it's like, they have all this Viking-themed stuff. But I feel like no one there likes Vikings. It's just that Vikings are trendy right now. And it kind of gives me this, like, weird, gross feeling of, like, I I thought Viking culture and stuff was cool before there were, like, eight TV shows about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you really like that last Assassin's Creed game. I, I'm not sure what the deal here is. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm missing I go, something that people, like, really fell into it hard.
1: I want to go and then wear, like, a Vikings t-shirt, you know, like the football geek team, and be like, hey, guys, we're here. Oh, it just, like, have my face
0: fall. I actually don't like the Vikings that much, but I think that would be funny. But it'd be funny. But they make the best mead. Like, I'll I'll get a thing to go. <laughs> sure. Uh, But yeah, there's definitely, like, certain places that just have an atmosphere. So there's also a bar near me where it's like, I want to say it's a three minute drive if I want to drive. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, you know, if I wanted to drink heavily, it's nice having something that's like walking distance. Yep. Um, So, I, you know, I don't have to like think about that stuff. It's also like this dimly lit, like dive. <laughs> it's like, we don't have a lot of truckers around here, but then, like, if you go in there, everyone's going to have a trucker hat. And it's like, where did all these people come from? Did they, to, like, import the stereotypical trucker people for the trucker bar?
1: The I just I don't know what of... it is,
0: but bars, like, have a, a specific clientele that oh, yeah. appeals to specific people. And they, you know, they got their audience and it works.
1: The thing about those kinds of dive bars is they usually have really good food. And they'll pour you like an honest Bud Light.
0: Oh, I do. I, I want to say that, too. Like, I might not fit in with people there. But at the same time, the the bartenders are always super cool. They don't bug you. Yeah. Um, Like, if you, <laughs> sometimes I'm not in the mood to talk. And it's like, I really want a beer. And I'll go in there and I order a beer. And the guy will not say anything. And it's like, you know what? Thanks for not saying anything. And I'll leave a huge tip, you know? Yeah. It's like he picked up on that real fast. Yeah.
1: When you were in um, when you were in college, because like I'm thinking now of like all, some of the college bars I used to go to with people, my friends, you know, when I was in college, and how like that clientele and those kind of bars were very much appealing to you know 22 and 23 year olds that wanted to get fucking wasted until two in the morning. Um, but what what's that scene like in California? Or is there one?
0: I don't know. I didn't drink when I was in college.
1: Oh. Well, that answers that we had a place, yeah, you know,
0: I really wish I had some like entertaining story to share, but it's, it, what was weird was it wasn't part of the culture at the school I went to. Um, I think everybody I knew, what was it? What were they into? I think everybody was like really into weed, but it was also like when weed wasn't legal yet. So it's the sort huh. of thing where like if people don't invite you over unless they know you, yeah. So it, it was kind of like, hey, what's after school today? And it's like, oh, um, you know, I, got, I gotta work on a paper. And then, like, you know, a couple weeks later, they don't show up with the paper. And it's like, oh, I get it. I solved the puzzle.
1: Um, so I'm thinking, we we had a couple bars that I'm, I'm, one of them is still around. I don't know what it, if it still serves it. They would do the fish bowls, right? So they'd make the, they'd take an actual, like, fish bowl and they would make these crazy um fruity drinks that were like, you know, a lot of vodka and, and rum in them. And you'd order them by color, not flavor. So there was like a red, a blue, and I think a green. And then you'd get like seven or eight straws. And, you know, they were they were a full party drink. And so if you were getting really, twi- you know, toasted, there's only like two of you. You'd order one and each drink half of it or whatever. And that was uh an affordable way to get really drunk and then sick the next day. And that bar was all right. I I... Like I said, that's still around. I haven't been in there in like over a decade. That one was that one was OK. We had another one called The Impulse, which is not around anymore. I have no idea what it is now. I couldn't even tell you where it was. I'd only been in there once. But on Tuesdays and I think Thursdays, they had five dollar wristband nights. You get a wristband for five bucks and you could drink as much rail uh, rum or whiskey as you wanted. Everything else still costs money. And so if you wanted to get really bombed out on a Tuesday or a Thursday, you could go there. But their their rail mixers were awful, like like literally <laughs> the worst rum I have ever had. Because that was back when I was drinking a lot of Bacardi Cokes. I was like, oh, I'll just take the rum and coke. And it's like, oh, my God, this is almost undrinkably bad. I will still have four of them, but I'm going to be upset all the time I do it. And then the other one was Coconut Joe's, which was a uh, definitely a party bar. It had, you know, like a dance stage. That's been, I think like six different people have bought and owned that place since then. It's closed and open, closed and open. It's got a bunch of different names. It's a somewhat nicer restaurant right now, I believe. But I can't, I can't remember. I haven't, it's been a while since I've been over there. But I knew a lot of people that liked to go to that one. And I think it's just because it was like that kind of college party place. So if you wanted to, have a one night stand or meet a stranger and he's going to be your new best friend. It was like that's the bar you go to. Played a lot of dance music. I never really liked it. It was so loud and crowded. It just kind of made me feel claustrophobic. But I I've spent a lot of time in there. Um, I met a really drunk guy. He was he was in his thirties. We were me and Travis went went there early. We were like twenty two. And he was lonely, and he was bored, and he had been drinking for a while. So we were his new best friend. He started buying us shots, and uh, kept trying to get me to go fight the, the one of the bouncers. And he's like, "I could go do it." And it's like, "Have at it, man! Um, you you go, you go fight that bouncer." Uh, he didn't do it.
0: Yay! Everybody. Wins. It was.
1: It was one of those bars where um, uh, bartenders. Uh, once the big parties were going, they would walk around with like Jello shots or um, regular shots with like gummy worms in them, and, and you know sell you sell you those and just try to get you really liquored up really fast. I don't know what it is now. Like I said, it's 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 changed hands so many times. Like I think there's a lot of people I don't even remember Coconut Joe's because it was such a this age range bar. Like I mean, let's be real, it's probably like 19 to 23. Because people would come in with fake IDs. They didn't give a shit. Those are the only ones I really think I ever went to. The Starlight was always the big one. That's been around for a really long time. That was the classy one. So you'd go there first. And then, then you'd go to one of the trashy ones after. So you
0: didn't feel so bad. So I did a quick Google search for best bars in America. And I can't get a vibe for any of these bars because they're all these like weird stock photos or just like a close up of a nice drink. And it's like, yeah, but what is the bar like? Because some of these look kind of ritzy, but then some of these almost look uh, 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 arguably shitty. (laughs) From these weird pictures, it's like this one's got this like douchey Pac-Man shot glass. And it's like, I'm not sure what actually makes them special. I'm seeing variety, though. It's, yeah. It, and most of my drinking I do at home. Same. Like, I'm not a super bar guy, but... I, don't, You know what, actually? So that dive bar? Uh, there was a woman there that I think had too much. And I think that she was, like, trying to come on to me, but she didn't, like, want to be the one to initiate. So she was, like, trying to bait me into saying something. You know what I mean?
1: Um, I don't get into those situations very often, but I can imagine it.
0: I, I, I never have before. And so it was like odd because it's like, I, I don't know if I'm reading this wrong or what, but it's weird to have like a drunk woman talking uh, clearly drunkenly and not saying anything. But it's like she really, really wants to talk, but she won't say that she wants to talk.
1: Did what? What did you do? How did you? I do how like the Coconut handle? Joe's logo. Yeah, Coconut Joe's I, logo. Is <laughs> honestly,
0: fun. I I tried to just like finish my drink and leave because it was.
1: Yeah,
0: it it was one of those things where it wasn't even like um, it, it let me put it this way: she wasn't my age, and so it was just sort of like it was sad, and it kind of killed my mood, and I don't go there anymore. Oh.
1: There's a place, another bar we would go to once in a while was called The Helm. Uh, It was one of those bars, it was like kind of narrow but really long. It was like kind of awkward shaped and it's hard to move around in. I never really liked it. Uh, but they had, their signature drink was Swamp Water which I guess is something a lot of bars have but they all make it a little differently. And they they were the best one or whatever. If you wanted that, you went there. I I've tried it. I thought it tasted horrible. But it was like literally two bucks for a glass of it so it was wait wait, lacrosse is a college town and it's a party town and it still is and so like i don't know how much they do this now but back then for sure like the bars really competed with each other to try you know what what can we do what can we make cheap to get a lot of people in so we're like the best place to drink just like bang for your buck not quality but quantity and when you're you know poor and want to party with with people in your 20s like that kind of works but now i'm just like man i don't like looking at bottles of bourbon that are under like 35 dollars. like i've become such a fucking ritzy snob with my liquor and it's like and i want to drink in my house and i want to put my music on and just relax and pet my cat you know like things have changed over the last decade cameron
0: okay i'll send you a different obnoxious uh buzzfeed article Alrighty,
1: seventeen fucking weird alcoholic drinks you can actually try. I mean, I, I, oh, sure, BuzzFeed. That's such a that's such a weird headline. Yeah, a hotel where you can take a shot of clear alcohol with a real disembodied toe in it. You have to give the toe so, back. I- actually, this looks like a. This doesn't look like a toe. Toe. This looks like it probably was like on a some kind of animal, like not a human toe.
0: I don't know what I'm looking at, but I give them credit that that is a weird alcoholic drink that I can't actually try.
1: I definitely wouldn't try it.
0: I wouldn't, but it is weird. I was expecting it's like orange juice and vodka more popular than you might think.
1: I've seen these cement mixers before where you mix uh, Bailey's with something juicy, something citrus, and it and it curdles really fast. and You drink it while it curdles. Never had one because yeah, it always seemed gross. It's not appealing to me no uh hot cheeto infused vodka that sounds a awful i don't like flavored vodkas anymore there was a time when i thought they were fun and i tried to experiment with them and make stuff and now i'm just like if i want vodka i want regular ass vodka with orange juice and that's basically it or with uh M- bloody mary mix like i'm done with the weird fruity strange vodka drinks i just i just can't do it anymore They're okay too sweet. did you see
0: the pizza beer
1: Nope, I'm I'm on number four. Baby mice. I honestly I'm skipping wine. some of these. <laughs> Three penis wine. What the hell? Wine <laughs> made with seal, deer, and dog penis exists.
0: I like the pizza beer. It has oregano, tomato, garlic, and basil in it. At
1: Bigs Di- at Big Dicks halfway in in Ozarks, Missouri, you can drop a live minnow into your shot before you take it down. That's such a weird gimmick. Like, is that really bringing people in? If people are like, you know what, I want to do is has have a baby fish with my uh with my liquor. Yeah, the pizza beer sounds pretty gross. Tapeworm shot. What the fuck? Oh, okay. It's 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 a squirt of mayo. I was like, that looks gross, and it is. But at least it's not an actual tapeworm. <laughs> Yeah, here's another one where the you put Bailey's in it to curdle, which just from a texture standpoint, like even like get rid of the flavor idea. Like, I don't want to drink curdled anything.
0: I I hate the word curdle sounds gross. Yeah, but it's like the perfect word because it's like how it feels to like I hate the texture. Like, don't mech and she, Okay, <laughs> some of these are really really weird. And I know that's what they said it would be but okay yeah I I'd like some novelty but there's a point where it's like yeah no no thank you
1: I've definitely seen like the bottles of of liquor with like a dead animal in it like a snake or a scorpion I thought I've always thought those would be fun to own as like a display piece but I would never open and try them because that sounds like a trip to the ER trying to think of, like, a weird mixer or something I've had at one of these, but I was never really big on trying stuff I didn't think I would like just to say I did it.
0: Yeah, I'm not either, and actually, I don't order mixed drinks that often. When I go to a bar, I usually just ask for something that's on tap. I like to try mixed drinks at home, so I'm not opposed to it, but for some reason, it's just kind of like, you know, I want a big glass of uh, desekis
1: i remember enjoying uh there was a shot i used to get called the liquid cocaine and it's funny okay here i think here it is it's a jagermeister 151 proof rum and then goldschlager a half ounce of each and i remember that being really good but i have not had one of those in you know like 12 years so who the fuck knows definitely Mm -hmm. not gonna go buy all of the uh Stuff for it Bacardi discontinued 151 in 2017 is that true that's nuts well yeah it was never good anytime anybody ever busted out 151 proof rum like you knew mistakes are
0: being made (laughs) okay so I want to ask you a question now yes you get to set up your own bar how how do you approach it
1: i don't know like i think it, part of me is like it would be cool to have like a a metal music themed bar but a lot of metal heads are actually insufferable people and i don't know if i'd want them to be my clientele i think that would get annoying and right? there wouldn't be enough of them to make money
0: i i went to the same thing where it's like my mind is to do like a a medieval Dungeons & Dragons pub that's, like, themed and stuff. And it's like, boy, the people that'll actually go there will make me want to put a bullet in my head.
1: I think if I were in a bigger city, uh, like a furry-themed bar, I would do because furries seem like to be the only uh demographic of, like, fandoms that will actually spend their money on the fandom quite willingly. And so I think they would, like, come and actually enjoy the drinks and like tip well versus I don't know like if you did a Rick and Morty themed bar I think people would just get drunk shut pickle Rick and then run out the door without paying
0: right so I I'm trying to find a furry bar and apparently there is one. Ooh, do we need a road trip I'm well, I'm trying to find pictures to see if it's an actual bar or if it's just like some indie group that terrorizes a local bar on Fridays It looks like it might be a bar, though. Um, It's called Tail. Of course it is. In... I don't know what state this is. Oh, it's in Long Beach, California. (laughs) Yeah, here's a picture of everybody in their fursuits. And I like the one bird in the back with like a professional suit on. Oh, yeah. With a tie and everything. I like all the L and tail is like a foxtail on it. That's a Yeah, it's a cute design. Did you ever see the internet historian on that one furry convention? I don't think so. Uh, you would get a kick out of it. There's just... <laughs> There's something about the clientele where they do put the money back into the fandom, but they also... Um, I- I'm just going to say they can be childish. And not think about the consequences of their actions sometimes.
1: I feel like if you had a furry themed bar you'd be taking a lot of like drywall spackle to plug the glory holes like after every shift. Because some asshole would come with the drill.
0: I'm trying to picture if I spent like thousands on a suit, I'm not taking it somewhere where people have drinks out. Oh yeah, absolutely not. So I'm not even sure what that looks like. I like Like,
1: some of the things I like are, like, Alien and Predator, right? But I feel like there are so many 80s-themed movie bars or horror movie bars or action movie bars that I would just be one in a sea of thousands. I don't know if I'd want to do that, right?
0: I do like the idea of movies, though. It would be fun to have, like, a a cinema-themed bar. And maybe, like, different nights could be different genres.
1: Like, if you had, like, a Ghibli movie-themed bar, do you think he would try and cease and desist that? Yeah damn
0: it i i think so aren't they kind of litigious
1: i mean at a certain point like can they see i guess yeah they can because you're like tarnishing their brand like is there a disney themed bar can i can i do like a bar like and, and just play disney movies like this is the beauty and the beast bar and the answer is probably no Ooh, a Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft theme bar. No, well, that's another one where I think the clientele to something like that would actually
0: be horrible.
1: I I, want to. Yeah, that goes back to
0: the D&D problem.
1: Yeah, I want to balance my like kind of snooty, pretentious bullshit. But I also want normal people to show up because I feel like they're going to just be easier to deal with this clientele. The problem is is like I'm so introverted that the idea of owning a bar I feel like they're they're naturally extroverted places. I, I would be I would be bad at it. Like anything I'm going to do, I'm going to I eventually it's going to not work. It's just going to go under.
0: Well, also, you're the owner. So, you hire bartenders that are outgoing. I suppose. I it's not it's not Kitchen Nightmares, but you know that premise of like, oh, this business is failing. So we have this guy come in and fix it.
1: Yeah, like the bar right? rescue or whatever.
0: Um, uh, Is it bar rescue? Is that the one? I, There's a bar I one. I think so. Have you seen that? It, it's interesting because it's one of those where I feel like half the things are staged and then half the things aren't. Yeah. And... what well, <clears throat> Excuse me there was one interesting one where the owner was literally just a total detriment to the entire business. And it's like all he, he was just partying. It was like, he, he acts like he's making decisions, but really like if a pretty woman comes in and like, he buys her drinks and it's like, Oh, she gets all the free drinks she wants. And there was no like organization or anything. So all they did was um, they, they convinced the guy's daughter to send him on a vacation to Hawaii for like two weeks while they fixed the bar. And when they came back, they're like, Hey, look, it's working better without you. So why don't you go ahead and retire and everything will be fine. And it was like, it was kind of sad, but it was also like, yeah, he's just literally ruining everyone else's lives for, you know, uh, his, his lust for 20 year olds. Yeah.
1: I think, I think, uh, like the, the mini painting, the modeling, that could be kind of a fun... Like, could you build a, a bar on that theme? And I don't know how you could do that while keeping the cost down. Because if you actually had, like, things to paint and, in like, activities like that... The hobby is so prohibitively expensive. I don't think people are just going to want to come in and spend, like, $40 to try it or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I think... Um, so, to answer my own question, if I wanted to have a bar... I do like that idea you mentioned of the movie theme stuff, the, but it's like, I think that what I want is just a very uh classy, traditional kind of bar that doesn't have a gimmick. Only because I live here in Southern California where everything's forcing gimmicks all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like, oh, what about, you know, it'll be like that dive, but it's clean. That's my gimmick is we clean the bathroom.
1: Yeah. I kind of like the idea of, like, you have that, and then maybe your gimmick is you put up a... You got a wall, and you got, like, some markers or something, and you just, like, put up this, like, big piece of paper. And then once it's full of stuff, you take a picture of it, you post it on your social media, and you're like, hey, look what the patrons did, and then you put a new one up. And, you know, just something that people can add to. And obviously, it's going to eventually just get filled with dicks, but... I I think stuff like that where... It's not, you're not like building your whole bar around it, but you have something vaguely interactive and cheap to do. Well, the problem is, is you're going to get drunk people drawing on stuff that isn't the paper. I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust drunk people,
0: Cameron. Yeah, I, so at that, uh, the coin house is the one I like with the self poor. Um, okay. I took my boss there once. Uh, I, I think he's not welcome there anymore after this one night we had what happened uh what was (sighs) he i think he broke like two glasses and one time it was because like he set it on top of the pinball machine and then he like he got mad that he missed the ball or something and so he tried to tilt it and it just like tossed the glass to the side Oh, and there's, no. like, no way that he can explain that he bumped it based on, like, where he set it. Because he set it, like, on top of the sign that says, do not set glass on machine. Mm. And and they're, like, what you know, whatever. And they clean it up. Um, but then it's, like, oh, they got a beer pong table. And he went over and he set his glass, like, on top of the table. And he's, like, how does this work? And he, like, throws the ball at his own glass and knocked it off. <laughs> like, just literally just the stupidest thing you could do. Like it and it's just sort of like I, because he's uh, he likes to drink, but I think he's kind of a lightweight. Oh, and so like he was, he was maybe one or two past his limit, and every decision he made was just bad. And I had to like babysit him after that. That sucks. Oh, and it's they, also <laughs> a little funny. <laughs> it was, a, it was a funny night, but it was kind of like, yeah, I'm not inviting you anymore.
1: I feel like after you break your first glass at a beer or at a bar, they can give you a plastic
0: one. Yeah, right? I, I, I wonder sometimes, because I love having a very nice, you know, actual glass glass. Yeah. But some of these venues, I feel, don't, uh, they don't necessarily require the classiness. And if you gave me a, a red cup, I would, <laughs> I would go, I understand.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't want a bar that had a had a place for music because like 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 where live bands could come play. But I also know that's another one of those things where the margins of that are so razor thin. And if you're not popular, you're going to get the musicians that don't really know what they're doing or don't have a good setup. And they're like, we need to use the house PA system. And it just it can so easily turn into a shit show that isn't worth the headache. And so I'm just like, I like this idea in spirit, but if I'm trying to min-max some profits here, it's actually maybe a bad idea.
0: I think the other thing I want is I want to have a taco truck. I think a taco truck and beer is always a good pairing.
1: Oh, yeah. Tacos and beer. Hell yeah. Are there any fictional bars you
0: really like? No, That's I feel like bullshit. most of the time, like no, I think like most of the time, fictional bars lead the trouble. That's true. Okay, you know what? No, this was um, this is lame because like everyone's still talking about the anime, but I really like the bar in Cyberpunk. I still haven't seen that, but Let me I believe you find it here. Um, I'll send you a video. I'm going to lower the volume so I can talk over it. So, um, the afterlife is this cool bar. And it's like, it's like the Massey's Cantina where all the business goes down and stuff. Oh, sure. A bit more. And the gimmick, like it's called afterlife. And the thing is, um, if you do something like heroic and you go out in a blaze of glory, they'll name a drink after you. Oh, yeah! So there's, like, a long list of, you know, uh, infamous and famous lost heroes and all their, like, odd, unique drinks you can do. And I think I was telling you about this, but, like, I found this guy that tried to recreate some of the more notable drinks, but make, like, real versions that taste better while still being true to the, the fiction behind it. Yeah. And it was, like... I was just curious because it's like, I want a Johnny Silverhand, you know, like after finishing the game, it's like, I really want a Silverhand right now. And so I look up how to make it. And this guy has a 20 minute video <laughs> and it's like, you know, t- to get all the ingredients to mix one, it's like 80 bucks. Cause he's doing, he's like, it- he is such a turbo drink snob. And it's like, I- I'm pretty sure Johnny wouldn't like an $80 drink. Yeah. Um, But it's a cool enough bar. I like the afterlife. How about you? Um,
1: I'm looking at like a list of fictional bars now to see if there are any that pop out at me that I, I'm not remembering. Not oh, the drunken clam from family guy. I mean, it's definitely oh, not know, like
0: <laughs> my favorite, but there's something about that one. No, that's charming. That's a local bar. You could, you could enjoy, I, you know, like yeah. that's another thing. Like, I don't know that I want to go to Moe's as much as I like the Simpsons. It's like, I don't actually want to go to Moe's though. Like it, it's a crummy bar. That's what makes it work.
1: Oh, fuck Gaston's. The bar from Beauty and the Beast. That'd be kind of fun to go to.
0: Everyone's always singing.
1: I feel like there's got to be notice, a bar
0: like, Lord of the Rings. I Oh, yeah. The, the Prancing Pony.
1: Yeah, I'd go there.
0: You would. You always got meetings with short people.
1: <laughs> there's also the Dragon Inn from The Hobbit,
0: apparently. Okay. Oh wait, is that the is that in um is that in Hobbiton? There's a like a really cool bar there where everybody's always happy. You ever watch Cheers?
1: Uh, it's been a hot minute, but I've definitely seen it.
0: I never really got into it. Uh I think I've I've definitely seen a lot more Frasier than Cheers. So it's weird watching Cheers and seeing Frasier and he like he acts out of character because like his character isn't really fleshed out the same.
1: Sure. I don't know. I don't remember a lot about Cheers. It's been a very long time. I, I remember like Norm and, you know, some of the the, the main jokes
0: of that, right? Where it's oh, just oh, that bar that you know everyone goes to. <laughs> okay, the really obvious answer. uh, Quirks bar on Deep Space Nine. Oh, yeah. I No, we literally went there. They have one in Vegas or they had one. Oh, really? And it's designed to look just like the bar from the show. And you can get, like, Star Trek-themed food and stuff. And they have a Klingon in a costume uh, harass customers. And it was really... It was a cute venue. Like, in Vegas has its, like, its lame gimmicks. But it's like, hey, you know what? You're not going to get this anywhere else.
1: Yeah. Here we have... Okay, the Gold Room at the Overlook Hotel from Stephen King's The Shining... Uh, their signature drink is apparently just yep. Jack Daniels, but I can fuck with that. You know, d- don't get killed I don't by like the murder the old room ghosts.
0: It's like too shiny. I hate it.
1: Well, it's in a really ritzy hotel. I don't know if you're really supposed yeah, yeah, to like, like it. Yeah, but it's like it's too ritzy. I'm not comfortable there. Um, Paddy's Pub, where uh, you know, always sunny in Philadelphia. That could be a fun. I feel like I don't know if I'd want to go. Well. That's another one of those, like, vaguely shitty dive bars that I think would either... If you ordered beer, I think you'd be okay. I don't trust any of the people at It's Always Sunny to actually give me a good drink. Oh, Boar's Head Tavern from Henry III, Part 1, William Shakespeare. I don't think I've read that one. The Milk Bar from A Clockwork Orange. I will pass. Obviously, there's the... Cantina from Star Wars. I feel like I don't like that one. Oh, Most Tavern is number one on this list. <laughs> Most Tavern is... Uh, I don't know if I'd actually want to go there.
0: Yeah, it's... It, you know, it. it's one of those things where... I feel like half the time the joke is that, like, there might be someone dead in the corner and they don't feel like checking right now. The Ink and the Paint
1: Club with Jessica Rabbit from, it uh, looks like, Who Framed... Roger Rabbit.
0: Oh yeah, that's a that's a pretty decent bar. It doesn't that come to mind, fun. you know. Like I never would have thought of that, but
1: oh fuck, the salty spittoon from SpongeBob. That's a good one. I'd go there. <laughs> I don't think they'd let <laughs> me in. I'm in, not tough okay.
0: enough. I was just about to ask, like, what do you you know, uh, how tough are you? Not not enough to get in there. I I, I do like no, really hot. You have hot to answer songs. something.
1: I'm so tough. I put two and a half million Scoville hot sauce on my breakfast and I don't even drink milk.
0: That, see, that's okay. You can get in.
1: But I, I, they, if they asked me to open the hot sauce in front of them, I'd be like, uh-oh, the, 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 the thing is stuck.
0: I have better answers for
1: this. Okay, Cameron, how tough are you?
0: How tough am I? I watched all sixty-eight parts of the Christian A Comprehensive History documentary, and and I finished them. <laughs> well, buddy, yeah, you can
1: come in. Don't talk to anybody. Well, <laughs> oh, this one has Rosie's bar I, okay. from uh, from Mash. I don't know if I'd want to be there because then I would be in war-torn North Korea. Er, That's South not a Korea. Good, yeah.
0: That's not a destination to visit.
1: And then there's uh, Merlot's from True Blood is on this list, which that's more of a diner than a bar for one, which I guess is fine. But also there's nothing really special about it other than sometimes vampires show up and I I would, I don't know, I don't know really why I feel like getting murdered by a goddamn vampire, so.
0: Hey, do you like that weird bar in Tron? Did you ever see Tron? I've seen Tron. It has been a long time
1: and I don't remember anything about it.
0: It's one of those things where I barely understand what Tron people eat. Like they seem to get like electricity from some sort of electric water. But it's like there's a fancy bar. And it's like if you all you do is drink water, do you need a fancy bar for that? Yeah. Uh but I love the Daft Punk music.
1: I'm trying to think of comic books, if there are any cool bars in any of the comic books I've read. Because I'm sure there there's were. There's gotta be a Marvel I- bar. Yeah, I think um I think there's a bar in like the Sandman comics. Yeah, there's like this uh in the third volume of Sandman, it's like a bunch of short stories. No, no, it's not the third volume. It's like the tenth. And there's like this like bar that's between universes or whatever, and people like get trapped there accidentally, and you're like, oh yeah, have a drink until the the reality storm is over, and then you can go back to wherever Earth here is yours. And you you might meet like a talking monkey or like a weird lobster man. Or you know, like, or, or, or dream himself, uh, that might be kind of fun to go to. I don't know if there's a good, like, it's possible you might be stuck there, and that's bad. And I think that that bar makes an appearance in a maybe a Wonder Woman comic because I think the uh, the detective chimp was running it at the, at a time. That that seemed kind of cool. I I if that if that's safe, I would I would go there. I think that might be fun. Are there any like? See, you go to bars in World Warcraft. Like, are there any Warcraft bars you like?
0: That's actually a good question. Um, my problem with the Warcraft bars is, for the most part, they'll just like reuse the same buildings. Oh. And so, some of them have personality, but for the most part, it's like, oh, this building again. I do want to say there's a series of very charming ones they did in Battle for Azeroth. That whole expansion was themed around, like, naval combat and boats and islands and stuff. And so, what they did was each of the six zones has a hidden underwater bar. And they're called dive bars. Oh, yeah! you have to, like... Yeah, I might have briefly told you about it, but it's like you have to... Um, swim down and find them and you'll find this like pocket of air and there's like a turtle that does the bar keeping and there'll be different characters and get a lot of funny like novelty drinks that are all like water puns and it's very charming it's one of those like little secrets that you can appreciate the best one though is that one dark iron dwarf bar that's like in the middle of that dungeon
1: oh sure black rock depth
0: um, there's that one like it's like a huge dungeon with like 12 bosses in it and there's like eight floors and it's just, it's a maze to navigate because it's like a a whole city inside of a volcano.
1: Yes. uh, But there's a part
0: in the middle where it's just like, yeah, here's a, (laughs) here's a pub and everyone in there is like not hostile. It's like all these evil dwarves are just, they just want to drink and you can walk past them. But if you hit one of them, then they'll jump on you. And it's just, it's like a fun atmosphere. Cause like you and your friends can go there and accidentally trigger a bar fight you know
1: yeah I, I've, I've done that raid before it's fun it sucks. it's a neat I, setting don't, oh i mean the setting's cool that raid fucking sucks it's so big and it's so easy to get lost and no one gives enough of a shit to ever want to finish
0: they Back actually split rate. it into two so you can't even like do the whole thing anymore because it was too long and people would like complain
1: i mean honestly that's a good idea
0: yeah, <laughs> that was that was made back when they were kind of experimenting. And like I, there was another dungeon where I think to complete it, it literally took, I want to say, eight to nine hours because they just sort of put too many like trash mobs in it. And they're looking at the gameplay and it's like, oh, people are like taking shifts as they leave for school and work and like trading off accounts and stuff to keep it alive. And it's like, yeah, OK, yeah, you know what? We will adjust the numbers.
1: Yeah. I thought of a couple more bars. Okay. uh, The Cutlass, which is from the uh, Drizzle to Erden books. Uh, It's in the city of Lisken, the, the port city where all the pirates and stuff go. That always seemed kind of like a cool place. Like It's one of those things where you get in there and it's actually a decent establishment, but it's in kind of the shitty part of town, and so you gotta like Kind of watch your step as you go there, but I guess they serve a really good, uh, you know, a really good beer. They got some good. They got some good stuff on the menu. The food's apparently good because the that cast always, excuse me, always went there. So that that that's that's a neat fictional bar. And then I had another one, and then I forgot it, and now I feel stupid. Oh, the Cock and Plucker from *Conquers Bad Day. Oh, duh.
0: Uh, that's obvious
1: <laughs> you you i, I you literally okay, bought me I a shot there. glass and a glass from from that bar like you got me conquer themed, you know glassware,
0: yeah, no, that's a great one i yeah if if I was in that universe, I would totally drink there I mean, it seems like everybody does, but
1: it seems a dangerous place to drink, given how like lost
0: conquer got after we when he woke up the next day I mean, I don't drink as much as he does that's true I don't either did I tell you about our pirate shenanigans on sea of thieves um I've heard some pirate
1: shenanigans I don't know if I've heard like the new pirate shenanigans
0: well one of the things we do this is I mean it's fun because part of the tradition is drinking like I don't know how much you know about the game but every time you boot it up you start in a random pub like waking up with a bad hangover oh that's like you're just cute. you're at the table with mug. And, like, that's how you start your game. Yeah. So you don't even know what island you're on. It's <laughs> just like, what? Um, but the the other, like, we have this tradition now. So, uh, because Rare made the game, they have, of course, like a lot of crossover stuff. So the figurehead for the front of our ship is a squirrel with a big, uh, flagon of mead. Nice. Uh, oh, excuse me. Um,. And so we put that there so that you can sail with us in spirit.
1: That's cute. I like that. Uh, that's one of the fun, romantic things about pirates is like the booze. Why yeah. Cool bars in the Pirates of the of Caribbean
0: movies. Um, Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's one of those things where I feel like I avoid a lot of fictional bars because of the like, well, that's where, you know, you're going to get hurt. But yeah. if you're in a Pirates of the Caribbean universe, it's like, you know what? I think that's worth it. That's, that, that feels earned
1: mm-hmm so you've done some writing because you got you got comics and you've, you've dabbled in the the written form and the storytelling if you if are there any fictional bars you've created that you like
0: no uh i don't know why i guess it hasn't come up
1: i'm kind of surprised that's a very good
0: question i feel like it's the kind of thing i mean like well we go to a lot of bars on vr chat too like it's not like yeah. i don't think about bars but yeah i haven't really explored that much
1: I'm trying to think, I've definitely done a handful of bars in short stories and, and, and longer pieces. Um my my novel Stormbreather is about pirates, and so they definitely go to like quite a few bars throughout the, the that. I don't know if I like am in love with any of them. Uh I don't remember the name of the bar that they start in, but it's like the, the best one on the island or at least they think, you know, the owners think it is and then it gets destroyed which is sad um, The Ninth Life had some bars in it at least one or two I've never like created a bar that I think is like really fucking cool they're always sort of like here's a shitty pit stop have at it kind of thing right like I, you know they, they they're, they're more functional as far as storytelling goes and it's like what's the character's relationship with The bar
0: versus what's the bar's relationship to the world. And when writing, you have to think about locations in a different way. Like uh, sometimes in a movie, a good set like looks neat, but you know, whatever. But in storytelling, sometimes a location is a character. Yep. And it's like how much personality and like how much weight does the bar carry for the story? Because sometimes if you describe where they're going and why, it tells a lot more about the character's then you realize consciously mm-hmm.
1: so like one of the things in it is like every drink that you order in that bar um it comes garnished with a piece of fruit but because they're fire pirates and it's like steampunk they don't have a great way of keeping the fruit fresh so like half the time you'll get like a half moldy orange slice and they'll are like yeah but it's garnished and that's what the ritzy bars do so have have your fucking half moldy orange piece of shit and I thought that was a clever little detail. And then there was another bar called it's Spit. Um, that the, the 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 in the book Tortuga is like getting destroyed. It's a floating island. It's getting destroyed. It's it's not floating anymore. It's sinking. Everything's falling apart. It's it's tilted, and so the crew is trying to find everybody. It's like, oh yeah, the last guy. He was in Spit. Let's go there. And they go in there. The bar is empty and uh the character enoch's like hey wait a second he goes behind the bar and he just like loads up his arms with liquor bottles that haven't been stolen yet he's like I mean, come on we're not gonna leave this here right and it's like (laughs) we're all gonna die it's like yeah but i got like six bottles of whiskey man let's go (laughs) i'm surprised no agents wanted that book i feel like that has a strong first
0: chapter i don't know what agents are looking for though i mean have you been to a bookstore like Uh, everything's garbage (laughs)
1: I bought Dune. The the brand new book, Dune.
0: Yeah, I I feel like if I go to a bookstore, it's because I'm looking for like a cookbook or a classic. I don't buy new stuff there.
1: I want to buy new stuff, but I am really choosy about what I buy for books because I don't like buying a book I don't like. Like I get fucking mad and I force myself to read it.
0: But it's like television where it's just like there's more garbage than not. So it's not like mm. you can just try something, you know? Yeah. Oop. Well, yeah, I, I, it's funny. I didn't think we would go down this whole rabbit hole, but uh, we actually have a lot of funny uh, fictional bar stories.
1: Yeah, we talked about I bars never... for about an hour.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I've consciously thought about it too much, but it's like, yeah, you know, there's actually a lot of uh, positive memories there. That's funny. I, so, any uh, any closing bar remarks before we close out? Um, I hope we raise the bar. How uh, we should do that? I'll get on one
1: side. You got on the other side. Were there any cool bars in Futurama?
0: I feel like there wasn't. Yeah, like most. I mean, the thing is, they're drinking all the time, anyways. So <laughs> That's it's true. like it's almost like they never need to go to a bar because it's not like they need a drink. It's like. They're in a church, so Bender opens his chest and pulls a beer out. Yeah, what
1: a, what a great um, friend to have around. Assuming he doesn't try to rob you <laughs> of your organs yeah, I or think, money.
0: I, I'm trying to remember. I'm certain that there are examples, but I think the only bar might be in the first episode, and that's like where Fry and Bender kind of like met. Oh yeah, like because I remember them like escaping through the the bathroom window or something, and it was like. That, that first episode's funny, because they have to introduce a lot of concepts, so it's, like, overly relatable, and they didn't get weirder until later. Yeah.
1: Do you have any closing remarks about bars?
0: No, but I like them.
1: Yeah. A lot of times fine. they're we bad, don't...
0: but I like them. Yeah, that's okay.
1: I didn't realize I was actually gonna create an hour-long conversation, but we did it. We, we had
0: one. And I think it was pretty fun. Like, am I gonna... I'm going to consciously think about bars a little bit more. Like next time I hop on. Wow. I'm going to go like, Hey, wait a minute. Here's another good one. I forgot about.
1: Yeah. Like we've been to some fucking cool
0: ones in VR chat too, which is neat. I think my favorite, I think it's called nineties bar, but it's just like optimized real well. It has a pool table. You can pour drinks and like their colors. So you can like mix your own drink. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's very relaxing. <laughs> you know, it's like we a good out atmosphere. There. I, oh, yeah.
1: We hung out there for like an hour one night. We actually drank in real life and like played pool. And I like told like a dozen yeah. people in my like I, I went to work. I was like, dude, I played pool and drank at a bar with a guy from California. He's like, oh, was he here? He's like, no, we were in VR. It was awesome.
0: Yes, it was a good time. I feel like I have a picture of that one somewhere. I, I'm sure I do. I have so many pictures. well yeah this was fun um should we close out with a glad space yeah let's do
1: it i my glad space i i got to see the band Whitechapel last week uh their their deathcore band i actually you've heard their music when i did that big playlist of of deathcore music they were on it and uh that was a really good time we went and saw them in Madison. So it's about two and a half hour drive. Uh, we went on a Tuesday night. I had to work on Wednesday, so that was fun. Uh, but it was totally worth it. It was a really good concert. They put on an awesome show. It was like the, the mosh pit that was going on with some of their songs was just bonkers. It was super cool. Uh, so that was, that, that was nice. I don't get to see a lot of like death metal and death core concerts. And so whenever I do, it's always a fucking treat. And that was a really, really good time.
0: That sounds like a good time. How
1: about you? what you, What you glad about?
0: So, uh, one of my favorite games had a sequel come out, and I didn't. I missed it. It came out like a month ago, but Freedom Planet Two came out.
1: Oh, really? I thought you were going to say Overwatch Two for a second. I was like, "Where is this going?" Well, I didn't realize that. Freedom no, Planet that would 2 be funny. Sequel.
0: But yeah, yeah, <laughs> Freedom Planet Two. Um, if anyone doesn't know, it's like a, it's a fan spiritual successor to Sonic, like the Genesis era games. And it's good. I don't know how else to put it. If you like Sonic games, this is better than most Sonic games, just because so many bad ones have come out by now. And I think it's strange that they didn't market it more, because like I, I feel like I follow them everywhere. I've been waiting for updates. I thought I had it wish list on my Steam. And just sort of like Sleeper came out a month ago. So I, I, it bumps me out because I'm sure they're not making the money they could have. Yeah. If I missed it, like I'm a big fan, so I don't know. But I want to point it out now, like I I got a a little bit of time with it and it feels real good. They, they controversially redesigned some of the characters because I think the original ones were a little too close to like the Sonic the Hedgehog, like body shape. And they're like, no, we want to make it look like our own thing. So the characters look a little different and some people don't like the change, but I think the game is very pretty. Nice. So they did a good job. Um, Yeah. And it just feels good. You know, it's responsive. You get these cool jumps and stuff. Um, What's neat is like, it's a little bit like Mega Man X where you can attack. So like each character kind of has a gimmick, but the main one, you can pretty much dash like Sonic or you can do this like a whip thing. And the first boss on the first level, like I almost lost because it's like, oh, you oh, have yeah? to actually pay attention. I'm used to platformers being like dumb baby games, but it's like, oh, no, I have to, you know, wait and attack at the right time. And it was kind of satisfying. Like, it's not a Dark Souls heart or anything, but it's like, oh, it treats me like a person playing a video game instead of this like weird hand holding experience that major releases have been.
1: I haven't played the first one. I own it. So, and I've been yeah. meaning
0: to. Um, I should start that like this week or something. I recommend it. I recommend, uh, so the first one had a mode where there's no story and it just plays like if you put Sonic in the Genesis and just level one and then level two, and there's no cutscenes. do that mode. Um, I'm not going to critique the writing or the voice acting because I mean, you can imagine what it's like. You're not missing out. The level designs are the fun part. So I recommend freedom planet. I recommend Freedom Planet too. It's all good. Nice.
1: Well, I think I think we did it.
0: I had I a lot we of fun did too, and I did too.
1: I hope the listeners did. I hope more of them listened to this one than the fucking Gundam one. Which, hey, if you're new and you're like, oh, this this uh this was kind of a neat show, I think I might stick around. Go listen to the fucking Gundam episode that we had Matt on. That was a fun conversation, and we had a good time really talking was. about hobbies. Uh, also, a little bit of housekeeping. My, I do a side show sometimes on this feed called Warrior Chats, where I, I get Emily on. She's a friend of mine, and we talk about stuff. So tomorrow, uh, canonically, the, the 21st, Taylor Swift is releasing another album. And I think the whole comics podcast gang we're gonna get together and record a warrior chat to talk the new Taylor Swift album. So, if you want to hear that, it'll probably be a couple weeks, like maybe two or three, honestly, because I, I I I ain't gonna have time to do it this week, and then I'll have to edit it and then I'll have to send it to Cameron. But we we have some we have some fun episodes of 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 our sideshow in the pipeline. I'm about done with Amphibia, so we'll have one about that and. We might actually talk about Warrior Cats books again. We'll see. So if you want to hear me and my other friend uh, abuse the Cameron's Good Graces and, and post more podcasts on this feed, uh, stay tuned.
0: More fun to be had all around. That's not a very good stinger. I need I need to work on my catchphrases. I need a better catchphrase.
1: Yeah. Bring it around. Bring it around, Bring it around town. Around. And then this, and this, oh, and this, and this, and this, and yeah. this.
0: I don't know. Good night, everybody.
1: Night.